Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Psalms 23, which has been our text for this series, amen, of walking through your valleys, amen. Psalms 23, verse 4, and it goes like this, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod, your staff, they comfort me. David here says that that when he's in his valley, he has no fear of evil. When darkness hits his life, when trouble comes his way, David says, I shall not fear. Why? Because thy rod and thy staff comfort me. So how do we go through our valleys today? I'm going to give you four ways to help you in this series by David's example. How many many want some examples to get out of your valleys? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you two today, and the Lord willing, the two next Sunday, amen. But are we ready to walk through our valleys? Come on, tell your neighbor, let's go. Come on. Tell your neighbor, you can't stay here. You cannot stop here. Come on, you cannot think about it here. You got to walk through here. So tell your neighbor, come on, keep on walking. Come on, keep on going, amen. Don't let fear, fear will stop you. Fear will stop you, church. That's why David says, though I walk through the valley of shadow death, I will fear no evil. Amen. So here he is. He understands that the Lord is with him. And I'm here to let you know today that God is with you in the valley. God is with you wherever you're at. Can somebody say amen? And so he's there to help us through. And we're going to learn some ways through David's life and the examples that David's given us here in Psalms 23. Amen. So number one, are you ready? Here we go. We're just going to take off. Tell your neighbor, hold on. We're going. Amen. Number one, David refused to be discouraged. David refused to be discouraged. He says, I shall not fear. I shall not fear no evil. What we need for PCLV is some shirts that says, PCLV fears no evil. Come on, somebody. That's what David is saying here, that as we as Christians uh, should always put our faith first in God, that our trust should always be in the Lord. Can somebody say amen? Come on. If we have faith and trust, somebody say faith. Somebody say trust. If we have faith and trust in God, then fear, church, has to leave within us. Just like that song that we sing, amen, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a what? A child of God. Come on. I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. And because I am a child of God, fear cannot take residency inside of us. Come on. He cannot be a resident inside of each of us if we are a believer. Fear has to be moved out. Has to be evicted. 
You got to evict fear out of your, your life, church. Otherwise, fear will make itself comfortable and sit. And I mean, he'll just, he'll just sit on your couch and take over. Tell yourself, fear, get out. In the name of Jesus. You cannot live here. So get out. I serve you an eviction. Come on, this, is, this ain't part of the coronavirus that you get rent-free here, amen? Tell that, that tell fear you got to get out. You, you got to get out. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, it cannot take a residency inside us as believers. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. That is why David was able to say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I'm going through a rough time in my life right now, even though I'm in a place of uncertainties, even though we are in a pandemic and a virus is around us, I put my trust in God, amen, because he has given me the power, love, and a sound Mind, church, come on, somebody. And for I know that he's with me. His rod, his staff, they comfort me. That's what gave David the confidence to say what he said. You know, that fear is not going to take a resident in my life. I, I fear no evil, amen, because he knows that there's love inside of him. He knows that there is power inside of him. He knows that God has given him a sound mind, and he knows that he's with him. Do you know that God is with you? I said, do you know that God is with you? You got to know that God is with you. Amen. Uh, come on. You got to know that his rod, his staff, they comfort us. How do we know that David is trusting the Lord here? How do you know? How, how do we know that he's not just talking the talk? How many know that we got a lot of talkers in the house of God? Amen. Come on. We got a lot of talkers, but no doers. Come on, somebody. They know how to, they know how to, they, they, they don't know how to walk the talk. Come on, if you're going to say something, you better claim it. Come on, if you're going to say, I trust Jesus, guess what? You better trust him. Come on, David is not talking the talk here. Come on, David, here, his, his talk matches his walk. Why? Because it says, I walk through. I walk through the shadow. Of, 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 the, of the valley of death, amen. I walk through here. It doesn't say I run. David's not running. He has no fear. He says, I walk through this valley. There's a confidence, amen. I mean, when you're scared, you run. <laughs> come on, you, come on, come on. Come on, you ever, got, you ever had the, someone chasing you? Come on, cops chasing you. So for some of you guys, cops were straight chasing you, amen. Or, or the enemy, your enemy was chasing you, whatever it is, amen. Here David is confident, amen. He says, you know what, I'm not running, amen. I'm walking, amen. I trust my God. I know who I, who's with me. His rod, his staff, they comfort me. I walk through this valley with no fear. I know that sometimes we feel like running. Come on, right? Sometimes we feel like quitting instead of trusting God. But we have to be like David. Who wants to be like David here? We got to be like David. Said, I am not going to be afraid. I shall not fear this virus. 
Come on. I'm going to walk calmly through this valley. I'm going to walk calmly through this situation. I'm going to walk with confidence. I know that no weapon formed against me will prosper. If God be for me, who can come against me? You're going to have to walk with confidence through your valley if you want to make it out. we got to walk, church. There has to be a walk mentality inside of you. We cannot run. We cannot hide. Amen. We cannot let fear grip us. Amen. But we need to walk with confidence through the valley that you're going through. You need to walk with confidence and know that God is with you. God, you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me, God. God, it's dark in here, but I know that you're there. Amen. God, there's nothing that can come against me because you are for me. can't be scared in the valley church. David says, I walk. I walk because I know you're with me. I walk because I know you comfort me. Your rod, your staff is there to protect me. I walk with confidence, not walk with fear. Listen, you're going to have to walk in confidence if you want to walk through your valley. You're going to have to walk, amen, in, in, in certainty in times of uncertainties. You have to refuse to be discouraged. Somebody say, I refuse. Church, you cannot go around your valleys. There are no shortcuts. Come on, you cannot go under your valleys. You cannot hide, church. You cannot go over your valleys. Come on. We want to go over our valleys. Amen. We want to stand here from the one mountain and we want to go to the next mountaintop. Wouldn't that be great? If we can just skip some valleys, amen, and just go to the next mountain. Some of you guys are trying to jump. You're getting a running stop. Start, amen. You're running and oh, you're falling in the valley. You cannot avoid valleys, church. You cannot go around valleys. You cannot go under valleys. What you got to do? you got to go through your valley, church. Amen. Uh, don't try to jump, amen, from glory to glory. You're going to have to go through some battles before another glory comes. Like I said, your faith is not built on mountaintops. Your faith is built in valleys, church. you got to go through your valley to get to your next mountaintop. You cannot, you got to refuse to be discouraged, church. Uh, David goes on to say that, that he goes through his valley and he, I will fear no evil. This man has some confidence. This man knows who he's with. He's, this man knows that his Lord protects him and serves him, that he's there for him. Amen. See, I will implies a choice. And the choice is, I will not be afraid. I refuse to be discouraged it is a choice that you have to make church in order to go through your valley how many want to go through valleys how many want to go through valleys you got to make the choice i'm going through this valley you got to make a choice church you cannot think about it once you start to think about it you lose the enemy starts to to to, to come in fear starts to knock in your door you got to make up your mind. 
I refuse to be discouraged. I, I refuse, amen, to let fear in. I refuse, amen. I'm going to make a choice. I will not be afraid, amen. I will go and live life, amen. I will be all that God wants me to be, amen. I'm going to make a choice that I'm going to choose life over death. I'm moving forward and I'm going through my valley. Listen, if you are discouraged this morning, listen, it's because you're choosing discouragement. If you are fearful this morning, it's because you're choosing to be fearful. Instead of choosing, I'm no longer a slave of fear. I am a child of God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Do you sing the songs, amen, when you're going through your valley? you got to sing those songs. These, these songs have to come back to life, amen. That takes you back. Take me back, Lord. Take me back to my first love. As we're talking this morning, and some of you guys, I was looking around, and God was reminding you when you first got saved. Come on, God was reminding you how good it was. You remember when you came to me, daughter, when you came to your son? Uh, come on, uh, come on, you remember that place? I'm the same God. Got to sing some songs, church. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. And because of that, I should not fear, for I know that you're with me. And your rod, your staff, they comfort me, God. David says, I fear no evil. David made a choice. David refused to be discouraged. Discouragement, listen, is always a choice. Come on, discouragement, you, it, 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 you, you have to choose it. If you're feeling discouraged, you chose that. You took it on. You applied it. Amen. It's your party and you can cry if you want to. It's always a choice, church. If you, you can choose to look at all the negatives and be what? Negative. You can choose to live in fear in this pandemic or you can walk in faith with God in this pandemic. You can choose worry or you can stand in prayer, church. You can choose to look at God, look at Christ with all the positives and know that there is God, there is hope in Him. Amen. Yeah, that is Saul's hope inside your walk, church. You gotta choose. Don't choose fear, choose life. Don't choose this virus, choose victory. You have a choice. Tell your neighbor, you got a choice. You're where you're at because that's what you chose, church. You chose to stay, stay in that valley. You, you chose, amen, to let that valley overtake you. You chose uh, to live there and let fear uh, taunt you. Whether You couldn't move, amen. Uh, come on, you, you choose these things. Uh, I say choose Jesus. Choose Jesus, church. Know that he's there, amen. Don't look at negatives. Look at positives. The Bible says you hang out with, with bad people, you become bad, amen. It corrupts you. Come on, you want to get around some positive people? Get away from the negative people. And if there's some in church, get away from them too. Hallelujah. They're in the church too. Hallelujah. Don't look at them right now. Amen. Come on. They're, they're everywhere. There's, all, there's negative everywhere, church. I choose not to be negative. Because it's around you, church. 
It comes, it knocks at you, it throws things at you. You've got to choose. I'm not opening that door. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Come on, somebody. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9, amen. It says, now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Amen. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put them into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. Come on, you want some peace, church? Start applying some of those things I just read. Come on, take all that. All this right here is not negative. Look, it says thoughts that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, things that are excellent, worthy of praise. Come on, that kind of stuff brings peace in your life. Amen. All you have is trouble, problem. And you're walking around. You chose that. You cannot blame the church. You can't blame God. You cannot blame Pastor Lord. Some of you guys like to blame me, amen? You cannot blame me. You made the choice. It's your party. You can cry if you want to. It's true. It's a choice. You make the choice to turn it around. You know, when I was down and out, when I was about to lose my marriage, about to lose my life, I made a choice that, God, I need you. God, I want you in my life again. God, I want you to come and fix me. Come on, I surrendered to God. God came into my life. Fear left, and he built the man of God that you see today. Boom, right there. Hallelujah. Signed, sealed, and delivered. That's God, hallelujah. Come on. I was negative. I was this. I was that. The devil had me all, all tied up, all, all messed up, chained up, amen, kicked around, amen. He didn't care about me till something finally turned on in my life, amen. Just like it turned on in your life, amen. You were in that pig pen just like the prodigal son. And you said he came up to his, he came to his son and said, you know what? What am I doing here when I can be with my father who has everything? I'm sick and tired of this. I'm going home. I went home, man, and I didn't turn back. He fixed me up, combed my hair. Man, he's a good God. And he's been combing my hair ever since. You got to make up your mind, church. Tell your neighbor, make up your mind. You got to make up your mind. Why are you choosing misery? Why are you choosing negative? Why are you choosing this? Why are you choosing bitterness? Why are you choosing anger? Why are you choosing mad? Why are you choosing all this stuff that makes you even worse? Makes you feel bad. We, 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 we just like it because we, we can just be mad. We, 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 we. I include myself. Yeah. I just want to be mad. I like yelling. Yeah. It becomes part of our life. Bitterness. I mean, come on, church. It's not how to live life. Especially being a Christian, that's not how God saved you to be. He came to deliver you, give you love, give you life, joy, peace, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on, when you got the Holy Ghost, you can laugh. <laughs> Maybe not like that, but you know. <laughs> that was a creepy laugh, amen. 
You know what I mean. Made you laugh, though. <laughs> so that's all that counts. You got to make up your mind, church. Tell yourself, make up your mind. Come on, touch your mind. Say, make up your mind. You got to make up your mind. Listen, every battle is won or lost right here. Right in your mind. If you make up your mind, you're going to be victorious. Your life's going to turn around. You're going to do something out of your life. Guess what? You start doing things. Once you start to put the negative inside your mind, amen, life stops. You shut down. You chase no dreams. You work nothing out, amen. You say your marriage, that's the way it is. I'm not working on my marriage. That's how it is. That's how she is. That's how I am. This is how we're going to live, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless you can choose. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better spouse. I'm going to do things to make me better. I'm going to put my mind on these things right here that, that Paul says that things that are true, things that are admirable, things that are, that are right, pure, lovely, admirable. I'm going to think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I choose. I'm going to do that. I made up my mind. Make up your mind, church. See, whatever you choose to put in your mind, listen, will determine what comes out in your words and in your actions. Paul tells us here to program our minds with thoughts that are true. You have to make a choice. His word is truth, church. Come on, you need to read the word of God. And then you need to pray. And you need to meditate on the word. Come on, we need this inside. you got to think about things. If you don't know how to think about things that are admirable, good, true, open up the book. You'll find some things in there, church, that are excellent and worthy of praise and how good he is and what he's done for you. You're more than a conqueror. Come on. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Come on. He, 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 he created you. He loves you. Let me tell you, his word is truth. Facebook is not truth, church. Where'd you learn that from? Facebook. It has to be true. It's on Facebook. Who told you that's truth? They're putting all kinds of articles, things from the past. They're, they're confusing you. Uh, come to the word of God, church. Uh, all that other stuff will confuse you. Uh, don't follow Facebook. Well, well you know what? This, I like this guy. You, you speak. That's not true, church. You got to read in between the lines, church. You can't just read one one scripture or one little paragraph of their article. <gasps> Did you hear that, Pastor? Is that true? I get people that call me and say, "Is that true, Pastor?" And then sometimes I won't answer on Facebook. I just tell them, "You know what? Just get back to your word. Just read the word. Read the word." Is God coming back soon? Yeah. <laughs> Read the word. Come on. Instead of getting worried about what's going on in Facebook, you got to be worried about your salvation. The Bible says to work it out in what? In fear and in trembling. This is not a time to figure out. This is a time to get right. God has given you time to get right, church. Come on. We don't want to get stuck in this valley when he comes. You don't want to get stuck in that valley when the trumpet blows. You don't want to get stuck in that valley, church. You want to be walking through that valley or climbing your way up. Come on, somebody say amen. 
That's why Joshua says you got to choose. Amen. God says you got to choose. Joshua 24 says choose this day. Choose this day who you're going to serve or who you're going to trust. Amen. For me and my house, we're going to serve or we're going to trust in the Lord. You got to make a choice in your household. You got to make a choice in your life. I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to trust him. If you're going through valleys, you have to refuse and you have to choose. Somebody say refuse, choose. You got to refuse discouragement and you got to choose faith. And you got to follow Jesus. I'm here to let you know that Jesus will lead you out of your valley. Jesus will take you through the valley, what you got to learn, and you'll start to climb into the mountaintops, church. That's why in Matthew chapter 16, 24, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Let me ask you a question, church. Are you still carrying your cross? Are you still carrying your cross? Are you denying self? Wants. Remember stopping at the garden, not my will, but thy will be done. Are we doing that? Are we denying? Are we dying to self-church? Are you picking up your cross? You must deny if you want to walk through your valley, church, and follow Christ through. You have to choose to deny self. You have to crucify your wants. You need to deny your mentality. You need to deny the way you think. How many know that self, somebody say me, come on, self will get you into trouble. It will get you into trouble, amen. Come on, if you're not dying to yourself, self will take over. The flesh will take over, church. You know, you look at me, and you may think, well, that's a patient man right there. Man, what a, what a mighty man of God he is. And let me tell you, church, I am the most impatient person. I am. I'm very impatient. I'm very, if you, if you mess up my schedule, it, it just messes with my mind. I'm serious. I, I, this is something I'm working on. I am working on this. You may not see it, but let me tell you, inside sometimes, I want to do something. I want to say something. Amen. But, but the Lord's helping me. Why? Because I deny myself every day. I deny myself. I crucify this man. I know what this man can do inside. I know what this man can say inside. I crucify. I make a choice every morning. I choose you, Jesus. I want to be a child. I, I, want, to, I want to be your son and daughter. I want, to be a, I want to be clean and before you, amen. I, I, I repent, I, I, I deny, I crucify, I do everything, amen. I mean, this is like a whole worship service at my house in the morning. I'm, I'm just, man, I'm going kicking devils out. I'm just, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Because before I go out there, I want to be, make sure that I'm armed up. Put all my armor on. You guys put your armor on? Armor on. <laughs> Not armor on. <laughs> armor all. Yeah, armor all. Right? Put your helmet on. Put your belt of truth on. Your shoes of the gospel on. The breastplate of righteousness. The, the shield of faith. The sword of the spirit. You put these things on. So you got to understand. You got to put the full armor on. Doesn't it? Part of it. You can't just go out there with a sword. You need everything on. 
I put on the, I put on the armor, and then I said, God, I need your character. I want the fruit of the Spirit in me. And I say, oh, you know, love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, all this stuff. And the last one is the one I'm working on, self-control. Oh, my Lord. Yes, help me to have self-control. Oh, that's, that's the one that, that's the hard one right there. And I said, God, let me have an extra little piece of that fruit in me because I need some self-control. How about you? Come on, I'm just being upfront, amen. I'm being, I'm just, I'm just being transparent, amen. I'm not, you know, you look at me and say, man, he got it together. No, it's a work. I choose. I choose. I will not be afraid. I, I choose this. I, God, you're with me today. God, I, I go out there, amen. I, come on, I, whatever runs in your mind runs in my mind, amen. That virus is out there, but I got to walk with the confidence. Uh, though I walk through the valley uh, of the shadow of death, uh, I fear no evil when I go to work. Uh, I fear no evil for why you're with me, God. Uh, your rod, your staff, they comfort me, God. I will go home. Good, God. Uh, if anything's on me, the blood of Jesus is upon my house, and it falls off when I walk in. I believe that. I said, I believe that. I choose to believe that. It will not go into my house. It will not affect my home. It will not affect those in my home. It's dead. It may be on me, but it's dead by the time I get home. It protects me through the day. I, I plead the blood of Jesus over my, my workplace. Right When I walk in, boom, I'm, I'm talking tongues walking through the hallways. I plead the blood of Jesus of every person that walks in. Anything, any disease, any virus, it'd be dead. Cannot affect me. Cannot get on my coworkers. They can't go home with it. Someone has to take authority in there. Now, if I'm the, I'm the one, then I'm the one. You're the one in your workplace. You take the authority and say, you're not going to have your way here. You're not going to let fear live here. You're not going to, you're going to, I'm going to bring hope. I'm going to bring a light into my workplace. You got to deny, church. Crucify. You got to ask God to help you. Put your mind on truth. It takes practice, church, but it can be done. I said it can be done. Don't give up. Don't try for a week. <laughs> so that's the problem with some Christians today. They try for a week. It doesn't work out, and they say, oh, forget it. That's where you lose. Got to be consistent. Can somebody say amen? Listen, it is not good enough to hear or to read or even to know the word of God. It must be put into practice. Come on, church. How many have heard a sermon and you forgot what the preacher said? You're at lunch eating. What did he say? Oh, I forgot. You're so focused on the food now. I, I forgot. But it was good. We laughed a lot. You know, that's how we remember. We laughed a lot. Come on. Let's be honest. How many of you heard a sermon and you forgot it? Come on, the week after. What? A, oh, that's why sometimes I'll go over. And, but you guys got to go. You have to use notes. And there's nothing wrong with notes, church. As you get older. <laughs> as you're young, you should know it. You should store it right here. Well, what you, what, what's better? Just start practicing as you walk out. Just start doing what you heard. Just start being what God told you to be. And maybe you won't forget it. Hello? Come on, church. Or why? You don't put it into practice. Or plainly, 
is that you don't want change. You choose to be where you're at. You choose that I'm going to be there. You choose that I still want to do my own thing. It's my party, and I cry if I want to. You choose it. Let me tell you, church, if you want to walk through your valleys, you're going to need to put the word of God into practice in your life. Otherwise, people can think that they're just Christians just because they come to church. No, you're a Christian, a follower, because you put the word into practice in your life. Picking up your cross is a commitment. Ooh, nobody wants to hear the word commitment. Come on, that's why I ask you, are you picking up your cross? You guys are like, I don't know, I left mine at home. <laughs> it's a commitment. Deny self. Pick up your cross. I, I, I add, put on your crown, because there's going to be suffering in this. And the cross is really a symbolic thing of suffering. And follow Jesus. Follow him. You've got to deny self. You've got to make up your mind that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I pick up my cross and I follow my Lord. Amen? Number two. That was a big number one, huh? Number two, focus. Focus. Do you guys know? Focus. Focus. Tell your neighbor, focus. Tell yourself, focus. See, the big distraction is us. Somebody say me. You got to focus. The Lord's always saying focus. He always says, Focus, Art. Focus. Focus. He calls me Art when he wants to talk to me like that. Amen. Usually a son or my, 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 my favorite. Something like that. But once in a while he calls me Art. But focus. We've got to focus. Focus on God's Word. Listen. Rather than your problem. Focus on the Word of God. Go to the Word of God when problems hit your life. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on His Word by fixing your eyes on Jesus, by focusing what is, is, uh, lies ahead of you, not behind you. Just like Paul said in Philippians 3, uh, 13 to 15, Brothers and sisters, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul's focus was Jesus. David's focus was on God. Amen. His focus was that you are with me. And come on, that your rod and staff, they, they comfort me. That's his focus. And when he was in that valley, as he was walking, and that would enable him to walk through, then run through. There was no fear. That's why he can say, I, I will shall not fear. He made a choice. I choose not to be afraid. Why? Because I know that you're with me, God. My focus is on you, even in dark times, even in uncertainty, even through a pandemic or a virus, whatever is hitting my life or hitting our nation, God, or hitting our church, God, I know that you're with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. I'm focused on you. Church, you've got to be focused on God during this season because distractions come very easily. Very easily, church. 
See, sometimes you can be focused here, and all it takes is one person doing something over here that distracts you. Right? Somebody got up and went. <laughs> what would you do? Everyone would look at that. What's wrong with that guy? Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. These are the things that the Holy Spirit drops in my spirit to say. Amen. These are the examples that he gave me to you. <laughs> right? Anything. Somebody can be doing something out there to distract. That's how the enemy comes. He comes to do distraction. He comes to do stupid things to distract you from being focused on God. Because if you're not focused in that valley, you're not trusting God, amen. If you're not holding his hand, if you're not the confidence that you can walk through this valley and knowing that God is with you, anything will distract you. Your focus has to be on God. Your focus has to be on the Word of God. Amen. Your focus has to know that He is with you no matter what's hitting your life. Amen. That His rod is right there. His staff is right there to bring comfort to you. David was able to walk because he was so focused on God. If you want to get through your valleys, how many want to get through your valleys? Amen. Then you have to focus on Jesus. Put your focus on Christ. That's why that song, Take Me Back, when you take me back to that first love, take me back. Let me tell you, you start to focus. And it starts to remind you how good he is. It starts to remind you, man, I was so broken. I was so lost when you found me. When I came to that altar, God, I, I remember why your focus is now back on him. And sometimes you start to repent of some things that you've done because God's just all over you. I said, God, I'm, I've been, I haven't been a good son. I haven't been a good daughter. And all of a sudden, God, you've been so merciful, so good to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for lacking. I'm sorry for this. Thing, repentance just comes. It's a remorseful in your spirit that you, you're standing before. That's why Peter says, away from me. I'm a man of what? Unclean lips. When you're in the presence of God, let me tell you, you fall to your knees. I said, you fall to your knees. That's really the only one that we take a knee to, church, is Jesus Christ. Every knee, every tongue will bow down and confess that he is Lord and Savior. His focus was on the Lord. What Paul got through his valleys of his past, how many know that Paul had a past just like you and I? Come on, remember, he's the one that ordered the hit on Stephen. He was there watching him get stoned, amen, the first Christian martyr, amen. But what got him through that past of his was his focus on Christ. Listen, his goal was to know Christ. His goal was to be like Jesus and to be all that Christ wanted him to be. If you're going to walk through your valleys, church, you should not let anything, listen, not anything take your eyes off the goal, amen, which is to know Christ. That should be your goal, church, that I want to be like Jesus. That's the goal of every Christian, every disciple, every follower. I want to be like Jesus. Don't let anything take your eyes off the goal from knowing who Christ is. We must lay aside everything. Somebody say everything. Somebody say everything. 
got to lay aside everything that is harmful and forsakes anything that may distract us from being the effective Christian. Don't dwell on your past. Don't dwell on people of your past. Don't dwell on past hurts, failures, disappointments, discouragement, etc. Amen. You'll end up staying or revisiting that valley over and over and over again. Did you hear me, church? If you don't let some of these things go from your past, you will live in that valley. Or you'll revisit that valley time and time. You ever been through your walk and end up in the same place that you were in like, like a deja vu? Man, I'm still here. I still feel that way. Am I talking to anybody here? Come on, we, we go through life and it seems like we're back at where we started at. We're back to the same place that we thought we were gone from. And we're still there because we, not, we have not let go of things from the past. We hold on to things of hurt other people in our lives, the disappointments of life, and all the things that we have done when you know that God has forgiven you. Move on. Now, don't stay there. If God has forgiven you, you can forgive yourself, church. You just got to move on. Otherwise, you'll stay in that valley. Or you'll revisit that valley throughout your walk. Instead, we should grow in the knowledge of God and by focusing our relationship with Christ, church, Realize, like I said, you've been forgiven. Move on from that valley to a life of faith and obedience. Look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life, church, uh, because our hope, somebody say my hope, our hope is in Christ. We need to focus not on your situation, but on Christ. Not on your problem, but on God's power. Colossians chapter 1, 11 says, God will strengthen you with His own great power so that you will not give up. Listen, when trouble comes, but you will be patient. That one's for me. I want to be patient. How many freak out when trouble comes? Come on. How many freak out? Come on, trouble comes, amen. Just something just, just out, of, out of the blue comes, amen. We panic. We freak out, we, we get mad, we get upset. And God says, you know what? God's going to strengthen you. God's going to give us some power that you will, not, you will not give up when the trouble comes. Amen, but you'll be patient. God has given me patience. I mean, the Holy Spirit's always there. Hallelujah. He is always reminding me. Be patient, son. I'm one of his favorites too, you know. Be patient. It's quick. I mean, right when I feel like I want to do something impatient, he's there like, be patient. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got it. I got it. And there are times I have to walk away. He says, just walk away, walk away. Okay. I got to go grab a hold of myself. See, the problem with some of us, you don't walk away. You stay there because the flesh is saying, stay right here. Stay. Let, let him have it. Let her have it. Go, just say right there. It's in your mouth. Say it. Is it only me that goes through that? <laughs> for some of us, I'm, for some of us, it's glad that you have a mask on right now. <laughs> Maybe it's helping you. Like, oh, I want to say something about it. Come on, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Where's my mask? Oh, there it is. 
God, I lost my mask. It's like a phone now. Where am I? I don't have my mask. <laughs> Come on, he'll strengthen you. Amen. When you'll, you'll be patient. Listen, your strength can only take you so far, church. Your willpower hits its limits. You ever try to handle things on your own? Come on, it, it runs out of power. It, it runs out, church. It's in those dark valleys, amen, that you need a power source, amen, a source that is bigger than you. If you think that you're going to make it on your own strength, you're fooling yourself. You don't have enough power to handle the things that will hit your life. You need a power source beyond you, and that power source is the Holy Spirit, church. Come on, you need the Holy Spirit to help you through right now, amen. He's there with you, amen. David can say that with confidence, amen. For I know that you are with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. you got to know that in this time and hour that the Holy Spirit is right there for you. He's with you. He's going to empower you to get through your valley. Is anyone excited in this place? Let me tell you, something has to wake up inside your spirit, church. Otherwise, that's how you handle your valley. I'm walking, I'm walking, Pastor. I'm walking, I'm walking. We don't want attitudes in the valley. Come on, too many attitudes, amen. Come on, yeah. Come on, you all right. Choose not to be negative. Oh, okay. Put a little smile inside of you. Put a little, little, little song inside of you, amen. Uh, bring some joy inside of you. It's all right, church. Come on. Uh, God still is on the scene. He's still alive. He's well. Come on. Uh, His power has not run out, church. Uh, His power is infinite, amen. Uh, it'll never run out, church. Uh, even in a pandemic, He is right there full of power, church. You just got to tap into it. A lot of you folks have it unplugged. You're unplugged to the power of God. You're unplugged to prayer. You're unplugged to reading the Word of God. You're unplugged. And no matter, that's why you're in that valley. Yeah, you know out there. You know. Valleys will get you out of your houses. Come on, you got to walk through that valley, church. His spirit will get you out. His spirit will empower you. Not valleys, but his spirit. I caught myself. Holy Spirit, you're going too fast. I go too fast sometimes. I get excited. <laughs> I'm already thinking of the next verse way over there or way back there. Church, you've got to move. You've got to walk through these valleys. You've got to walk through your valley. Come on. This valley, I can tell you right now, is not going away soon. You better learn some things in this valley. Because I'm telling you here, God is teaching in that valley. God is doing something in that valley. I'm in the valley. I'm not in no mountaintop right now, church. But I can shout. Yeah. I'm excited, church. I'm in the valley. Why? I know he's with me. I'm like David. His rod and staff, they comfort me. I'm all right in this valley. It's all right. It's a little dark. It's a little uncertain what's ahead. But I'm okay. I got the joy of the Lord inside of me. I'm singing in my valley just like Paul and Silas were singing in their midnight hour. 
Come on, I'm singing, I'm shouting, God, it's all right. Come on, I'm reminded, I'm in of all that he's been doing in my life and what he's done in my past. That's why he says, you know what, don't, don't worry about a thing, but pray about everything and then thank him for the things he's done. And he'll give you a, what? A peace that surpasses all understanding. Come on, you've got to start thinking of the thing. Come on, has he done any good things in your life? Come on, has he been good to you? Come on, uh, come on, has he ever done anything good for you? Uh, if he's done good, something good to you, give him some praise. Uh, come on, someone give him, just give him a hand clap and say, yes. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, forgive me, Lord. Uh, I haven't thanked you for a while, but you have been good. Uh, you have been faithful. Uh, we're in a pandemic. We're in a virus, Lord. Uh, but Lord, I will not fear for your rod, your staff. They comfort me. Woo! Hallelujah. No, 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 we can't do that. We cannot do that. David took everything off. Remember that part? (laughs) We're not going there either, okay? Close today, church. Don't it feel good to laugh? This world needs some laughter. This world needs some joy. What greater place than to do it in the house of God? Aren't you glad you came today? Come on. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. See, as I close today, amen, when you're going through a dark valley of depression, when you're going through a valley of anxiety, feeling overwhelmed with things from the past or hurts and disappointments, fearful, all those things that are back there that are holding you and keeping you in your valley, you have to refuse. You have to refuse not to give in, church. You have to choose faith. You, say me, you have to choose faith. You have to deny self. You have to keep yourself focused by keeping your eyes on Jesus. It's you, not me, not your brother or sister. It's you. You have to make up that choice. We help along, but you ultimately have to choose. You have to make up your mind, church. We'll close with these two scriptures. Amen. The worship team can come up. up. Psalms 34, 18 says, For the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And he saves those whose spirits have been crushed. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know your thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. They're thoughts of peace, not of evil. It's to give you a future 